Hard to believe, given what we've been through this year, weather-wise, but um, 24 new townhouses are being built on a bit of land in Auckland, right? That neighbours say floods like a lake back in January. So so what are the rules? Are we learning anything here or not? Nader Love Chief Executive Rick Hurd is with us on this. Rick, very good morning to you. Marina, Mike, how are you? Very well. Is what a neighbour says or a single event back in January, is that going to trigger anything? Do people change the way they do stuff because of that? People should be changing the way they're doing things with climate change, but um, what um, needs to be understood or the council should get their handle on is what information is on the land information memorandum relating to that property. Now, this could well be something new. Um, What tends to happen is as properties are developed around a region or around an area, water flows and catchments and things can change and how water behaves on certain properties will change. And so the land information may well be out of date for that particular property, but if if, um, somebody's looking to purchase or buy on a piece of land, the land information is... land information memorandum is the document they need to go to. And would that be constantly updated or not? Yes, it would be, but um, is, uh, these machinations of the local councils are fairly slow, and this, as I said, could be a relatively new phenomenon. And what's happening is, um, with climate change also, what may have been a 100-year flood a few years ago it could now well be a 25-year flood or even a 5-year flood. However, just because the, the piece of land is flooding doesn't mean there isn't an engineering solution to it. So it may be that the developers have already got a plan to get rid of the water off the site should there be flooding. In the That's future. my next question. Drainage and staff and mitigation can sort that sometimes, can't it? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, um, and so it may well be that the land's quite suitable. Even in situations where you might be building, and we've got, we'd be facing this more and more as climates do change, but where you've got situations of floodplains and low-lying areas, it, it's really a simple matter of building the houses or the buildings that are going in there to suit the conditions as they change. In other words, if I was building in a low-lying area, I'd be putting the house up on poles like they did up in Northern Territory and places like that. So if there is a flood, your houses are getting water running through. Does everybody, is everyone on board with that sort of thinking? My next question is about insurance and stuff. And, you know, you see suddenly you go along to tower and go, well, well there there is, my house is on poles. And they go, well, hold on, the area floods and stuff. Does everybody get it, or are we sort of making up our own rules as we go along? No, people don't get it. Like, generally speaking, I think um, people need to really start thinking very, very carefully um, about where they are building and what and what, what the long-term ramifications of the situation they've got. So uh, what they should be doing, if the land, because things are changing quickly and the land information probably can't be relied on, they need to be getting advice from engineers, geotech specialists, etc., who can give them advice about what's going on before they build. Good stuff, Rick. Appreciate your time as always, and have a good long weekend. Rick Hurd, Naylor Love, Chief Executive, with us. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.